Welcome, everyone, to The Doe Show on our very special first annual Easter episode. Happy Easter, everyone. He is risen. He is risen. No, we're talking about Treehouse, guys. So if anything, he was murdered. He was murdered. He's been murdered. Happy Easter. Jesus has been murdered. Uh, So, yeah, we're talking about Treehouse of Horror episodes. Uh, It's the first Friday, if I decided to post it on the day I was supposed to. It's the first Friday of October, everyone. Happy spook, everyone. Uh, I just want to do a little PSA. So all of us on the podcast here. Well, okay, so let me just say this. Uh, welcome to the Doe Show. I am your host, Johnny P. I completely forgot to introduce us last week. Uh, and with me, as always, is Ryan Burke. And uh, not appearing in this podcast is the knowledge cook, Alex Mackley. Um, hey, his, the, the post is standing strong here. The post is standing strong. He's on a concrete block. He's got good screws holding him up. But uh, a little PSA, since we all did come from Illinois, um, Illinois is the uh, highest producing state for pumpkins. So, you know, all those, oh, you fucking bitches online, they're like, oh, my God, I can't wait till fall. Pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that. You owe Illinois. And, you know, people are fucking shitty in illinois trying to line their pockets do a pumpkin tax if we do a 35 percent, if they tax pumpkins coming out of illinois like they tax weed we'd be rich they couldn't even line their pockets that much they'd be spilling out of their pockets they'd be scooping it up off the street wouldn't you agree you bring a valid point you bring a valid point but enough of enough of pumpkins let's talk about some treehouse of horror enough of pumpkins let's talk about treehouse so treehouse of horror tree treehouse of horror all right uh, so, everybody, I mean, if you know The Simpsons, you absolutely fucking know Treehouse episodes. If you like The Simpsons back in the 90s, but you don't really watch so much anymore, if you're on, if you're watching TV and a Treehouse episode pops on, there's about an 80% chance you're going to keep watching it rather than turn it off. Uh, and there's a good reason for that, Ryan. You know why the Treehouses are so uh, uh, glorified and loved by all? Because all the writers come back together. Yes, they have a whole gaggle of motherfuckers to come back. Uh, they all work on it together. Um, it takes the whole fucking year to make it. Uh, because, I mean, if you could think about it, it takes that long. You're like, well, doesn't every episode take a year? For one, the show would be completely more outdated than it is now. Like, they're already doing 20-year references. Like, if it took a year for every episode to be made, we'd still be making jokes about Dick Van Dyke and fucking the Mary Tyler Moore show. But... So it, they take a year to make it because every – there's three vignettes, if you don't know that. Treehouse uh, of Horror episodes started in season two, and they did three Halloween-style vignettes. If you don't know what vignettes means, they're just little little tiny episodes. Uh, but they did that, and they take the whole year to make them, the three vignettes, because not only, like, you know, they can take their time and have all these writers come in on their own schedule – and uh, do their writing, but also all the animation, every single iota of the animation for the three vignettes has to be redone. And when it's redone, obviously it takes a long time. There's also uh, rewrites. They have to do a lot more rewrites because there's 
as you would say, more more chefs in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, more cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. More chiefs, not enough Indians. But to piggyback off of what you were saying earlier, how um, if you saw one back in the day, you probably watched it because they were the most fun to watch. You know, yeah. they didn't. They were out of order from the normal. Uh, what do they call it? Sequence. Uncanning. Uncanning. Un- uncanny. Yeah. Uh, uh, uncanning and also uncannon. Uh, which is fun because like a lot of episodes, people watch book, well, so-and-so would never do that. Or that's not something so-and-so would get into. But on the treehouse episodes, like you can't be like, well, Marge would never shoot someone in the face with a shotgun. It's like, yeah, it's a treehouse episode. Everyone has to die. Many deaths in the treehouse episodes. Uh, do you remember how many throughout the first, however many seasons? No, but I know as the seasons, uh, as the seasons went on, so did the deaths. Oh yeah, they got way more gory as the time went. And gruesome. Yeah. They they started in the first one was what the second season you said so like in nineteen ninety ish was the first one. But before we get into that, I do want to say that the Treehouse episodes were more gory and they had a lot of different things. They had different segments, things they tried out that didn't last as long. You know the. Uh, everyone remembers the episode where Marge comes out and she gives like this whole warning. I think it's actually the first, it was the first Treehouse. Uh, she gives this warning, like, you know, this Treehouse episode, it might be scary, whatever. They only did that one more time. And the other time Marge said it at the end, she said, well, you didn't listen last time. So why would you listen now? And they completely cut that out of the show because for one, no one listened. And for two, they needed more time they they wanted more time for their vignettes. So, you know, cut out that whole opening scene so we can do more uh, murdering with The Simpsons, basically. Did you know the uh, the inspiration to do Treehouse of Horror was actually from EC, EC Comics? EC? Oh, actually, no, I do know that. Yes, uh, uh, Tales of the Crypt was yep, on there. It, yeah, it went on to do Tales of the Crypt, yeah. So, so what else, yeah, what was the what was the first thing they based it on? What was it called? Do you know the name of the it was something like Tales of Doom or Tales of Death? I do not recall the first one. It was something one. it was it was something like that cuz it, again, it was the the group that went on to do Tales of the Crypt. So the first one was like uh I think it was probably uh Tales of Terror and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, Treehouse of Terror." Uh, so they had that, and then also in later Treehouse episodes, they had, like, uh, framing devices. Treehouse was named Treehouse because in the first one, um, Lisa and Bart were telling each other stories, ghost stories or terror stories in the Treehouse. Yeah, uh, and that gets me right to my next point. That was the framing device for the first Treehouse. The framing device was the vignettes came out of them being up in the Treehouse and telling scary stories. Uh, and a lot of other, I don't know exactly how many, uh, sometimes they still use them. Sometimes they're a little looser now, but in certain tree houses, they just, uh, so there used to be like a big full framing device and other times they would just be like, well, you're here and this is what happens. So like sometimes they would cut out the framing device just to add more time to the vignettes. Cause if you think about it, it's like a 20 something episode, uh, or a 20 something minute episode as it is. You cut that into three, you're at six so minutes to get through a story. Like that's a lot of, it's a lot of rushing and cutting out certain things. That's why I'm sure it takes, again, it takes so long because not only edits, but like rewrites and cut downs and stuff like that. But from 
the the quotes that I did find um, from some writers, it sounds like they had a lot of fun doing such. Uh, Mike yeah, Reese, right? Reese, Reese is how Reese? you pronounce it. Mike Reese. Reese. Mike Reese. Yeah. He was uh, quoted saying, "It was an experiment," but then again, the whole show was an experiment at that time. Yeah, totally. And that was he said that when he wrote the Mike Reese was on the um, second Treehouse. Yep. Yep. And then. Um, Bill Oakley, who I believe was a showrunner for a little bit. Yeah, in uh, the the uh, fifth season. He was uh, quoted to say they were more fun and it was easier because the thing about the regular episodes is you had a story that you had to, like, stick with. Yeah, the, the canon, you know. Exactly, you didn't get the three acts. You needed to worry about integrity and continuity in the main season, but, you know... Homer can hit someone in the back of the head with an axe on a treehouse. You don't have to worry about that. Which leads to they don't have to have like an emotional uh, residence. There with you the go. Audience. Yeah, yeah. And that saves. I mean, that saves a lot of time if you don't have to have if you don't have to have the 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 audience care about this character before they die, and it's just a gruesome horror show. Makes it a lot easier. Also, uh, I might be wrong in this, but I think I'm right. I think Bill Oakley was one of the ones who enjoyed it. Uh, a lot and added a lot of the horror aspects to it because like as we said like it got more gory as it went on and i think bill oakley was the uh i think he was just a horror fan and he's like oh this is awesome how about this how about this how about he cuts his head off or like you know this monster steps on all these people made it like a little bit more gruesome because uh, also you know he said it's an experiment when you start the show you're like I mean, Halloween themed would be a good idea but like how far can we go with this but after you know five seasons they're like what if someone just gets shot in the head? The second one um, that went Treehouse Horror 2, I guess, was the first time that the cast and crew started to do their uh, spooky names. Oh, yeah, was it? Yeah, they didn't do it uh, the first one, huh? They didn't do it the first one. It took the second one. And then Matt Groening made a, a rule that... Uh, Air quotes there. A rule. That you couldn't have it longer than your original name, but that uh, rule was... Very shortly went out the window. Yeah, very shortly went out the window. They're like, you know what, Matt? Eh. I think uh, James L. Brooks had one in the more recent episodes that was like, James, I'm voting for the candidate you most fear, Brooks. And like, obviously, that's a lot longer than L. <laughs> <laughs> What, you want to you want to get into a couple of these uh, treehouse episodes? We start at the beginning since I think those are the ones that people are going to remember the most. Well, the first one had the bad dream house segment, and that was when the house kind of like an Amityville horror sub sub poltergeist. I'm not big on horror movies, and I've like maybe seen like three altogether they just scared me i don't i don't get enjoyment from being scared so when i am scared i'm like damn this sucks is this your least favorite month no okay so uh funny 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 don't like haunted houses huh so okay funny you said that because that's exactly what the sidebar is i i do not like haunted houses i will not go to a haunted house i don't mind halloween and i don't mind being scared in person like you know you go to like a Halloween horror kind of event at a, at a place and someone comes up and you go, ah, you know, that makes me laugh. Uh, but I never liked haunted houses. I never liked 
putting myself in situations where, oh, this is the scariest thing. But me and you both, buddy, we had a uh, uh, plus uh, L.A. Uh, recent guest. We had a guy that lived in the neighborhood near us and he ran a haunted house in his backyard. And I was convinced by you two. You're like, oh, come do it. It'd be fun. And I had a fucking blast, dude. That changed. Like, I was like, I don't like being scared. But boy, do I love scaring motherfuckers. Shit, come on in. We're good. There was one time, Ryan, you like, uh, uh, you went into, there's a circle hallway where it just keeps sending you in the circle. And then you would run out so they would see you. And then I would just like, no hold back, like tackle your ass into the wall. I had like fake blood in my, I think you had fake blood in your mouth. You'd spit it across the room and drag you and the people would scream. And uh, the best was when the people brought the little kids in and you'd scare them and they'd go, you don't do that to my child. And I'd just be like, you shouldn't have fucking brought him in, motherfucker. Yeah. And sidebar. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> we've, we've been spooked and we have spooked. Yes. Shout out to Dan, by the way. That's what his name was. He ran the place. Well, uh, we can start with the Bad Dream House, which, uh, like we said, you know, it got more gory in later tree houses. But the first one had the first, quote unquote, treehouse death, uh, which technically would be a suicide. Am I right? I believe so. And it uh, wasn't even a person. Yeah. The first thing to die in the Treehouse of Horror saga that has now lasted 32, well, they didn't do it the first season, so 31 seasons. The first death was a whole ass house just murking itself on uh, on 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 point. Because it was like, I'm not going to live with these people. It's like exactly the idea of if walls could talk. Because the walls talked and they're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, yo, this sucks. So it just like, when it imploded imploded on itself it imploded to get away with from the simpsons uh this first segment was written by john Schwarzwelder, which we will cover in a future episode all right so then they did the next segment hungry other damned which was eh, okay and then they did the raven which is pretty iconic yeah the raven is super iconic and uh i mean the hungry other damned that one it wasn't so bad i mean uh, that is, I've never seen to serve man, but it's a reference to to serve man. And like the thing where he, like uh, Lisa blows the dust off the book and is like, Oh, it's this. And then it re realizes, Oh no, it's this, this, like, that's just straight cop from another movie. But like, isn't that like, you know, isn't that what Treehouse is all about? No, it's a little nod to like horror nerds or like, People that like that kind of stuff, like, hey, if you get this, then it's not like they open the scene. Like, uh, you remember, like, Looney Tunes, they'd open the the segment with the title of it. Well, no, I guess they actually just did that here. So, yeah, they did that here. My bad. Don't listen to me. But you were saying the next one is the most iconic. Yes, the Raven. The Raven, I would say, is the most iconic. They're obviously just doing the Raven from Edgar Allan Poe. And originally they didn't want to have bart do his quotes yeah i knew you were gonna have that little tidbit there <laughs> which was pretty cool i thought that and matt, matt came in and he's like hold on let's uh sell some more, more merchandise on these yeah, slogans it, here exactly <laughs> it was like they didn't they didn't have that written out like uh it was written by uh sam simon 
they also credit Edgar Allan Poe, which I guess hats off to him, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't in the writer's room. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they didn't intend to have Bart in the episode at all. It was just supposed to be a straight uh, redo, but with Homer. And uh, because back in the day, people really, really liked Bart and he was a huge like icon at the time. They're like, well, we got to put him in. You have to put him in. And then instead of uh, Nevermore, he said, eat my shorts. And now the image and the sticker, I have the sticker of uh, Raven Bart. Like, that lives on forever. I think it was a good choice. Very good choice. They marketed the hell out of it. All right, now we go on to the second one, which we mentioned earlier is when they started using the spooky names. And this is when they kind of start to reference a lot of um, Twilight Zone. Uh, actually, I think in the first episode of our podcast, I it was either the first or second episode. I, no, it was the first one. I said that the Twilight Zone was a spinoff of The Simpsons. And uh, I actually had someone message me and be like, is that true? I was like, no. Actually, fuck, I'm wrong. It was The X-Files. I said The X-Files was a spinoff of The Simpsons. And someone was like, is that true? Like, nah, it's not oh, true. I was going to say, I don't think that was true because if you were referring to The Twilight Zone, there was a... Twilight uh, Zone was way before The Simpsons. Also, yes. <laughs> but there was a Twilight Zone book in the writer's room during Halloween. Oh, fantastic. That, that had the whole synopsis of, you know... Every the entire yeah, the entire series. Wow. So they would reference that when they were writing. Hence, why they have so many Twilight Zone references. Have you ever seen the Twilight Zone? Yeah. Have you ever? You've gone back and watched it. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. I haven't seen the whole series, but yeah, I've seen of a course. few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was watching. I got into Mystery Science Theater way too late in my life, but that kind of made me look back into Twilight Zone. I watched like the first six episodes of the original Twilight Zone and I was blown away. I was like, cause, oh, I think it was also we were watching Black Mirror at the time, which is kind of very Twilight Zone-ish. But we watched the first six episodes and I shit you not. I was like, these could be on TV today and people would be like, oh, man, what is this new series? They're making it look all old. But like every single story was relevant it it stood the test of time like it didn't seem like an outdated thing at all i remember there was one where this neighborhood gets freaked out that they think something's happening and you know they all group up in the street and then one guy's like well let me go to the other street and see what's going on and i'll come back while he's gone the fucking whole street gets all panicked super panicked paranoid and then you know spoiler but guy comes back to basically come from the black over and tell him like oh it's no problem it's just you know blah 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 something simple they're having the same problem as he's walking up, they fucking shoot him dead because they think he's some sort of monster. Just the paranoia took hold of the whole street. Fantastic show. That's why they had the uh, encyclopedia or the Bible in the writer's room at yeah, all times. Yeah, definitely good fodder for Halloween episodes. Yeah, yeah. So the, the monkey paw, I mean, I feel like even if you haven't seen quote-unquote the monkey paw horror short i feel like you've seen it like there's certain things even if you don't know them from the world you know them from other parodies like the monkey paw with the three fingers and making three wishes or like 
you know, anything like that. You just know it. Uh, so that one, even if, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, I recognize that trope. And they got the Bart Zone, which is It's a Good Life, which would be from Twilight Zone, I believe. And then they do If I Only Had a Brain, which is a Franken- Frankenstein parody, which is pretty funny. That's the one where Burns uh, pulls Homer's brain out to put it in a robot. But it's more lazy. Yeah, yeah. So he fires Homer for being lazy and then thinks of putting going to Grave Rob to find a brain to put in a robot to replace Homer and then just ends up taking Homer's brain. Homer fell asleep in the grave. In the grave, yeah, yeah. But like classic Mr. Burns, but like, who? Uh, Homer Simpson, sir. Who? <laughs> Simpson? I believe that was the, I don't know if it was that episode, but the second, maybe it was third, second or third um, Halloween was the first time Uther, the German boy, was introduced. Yeah, I don't, actually, I don't remember which uh, episode, Uh, actually, I might. Or segment, where, you know, we got to break it down into segments now, but uh, that was the first time a non- um canon character was introduced into the show into the show and funny enough he then was carried into the actual show as a character yeah uh do you know a little trivia here do you know the uh, another character that was taken from a thing that never repeated but the character was a part of the canon i do not i i just found out about uther so it was the uh, was like the Super Friends or some bullshit like that, and it was uh, the character database because they had all these nerdy ass characters, and uh, they were like superheroes. And then database was really the only one that came back to be like a canon character. Uh, he uh, talks like this. I think a little. Well, thinking him. Think. I feel like, you know, all the writers are from Harvard, so they only have, like, one idea of nerdy people. <laughs> That's like, Nelson isn't... I would say Nelson isn't... Ma- or not Nelson, God. Stupid idiot. Uh, Martin. I feel like Martin isn't made to be a nerd. He's made to be, like, a Poindexter know-it-all. We had our whole segment about that. Do you remember the um, the Shining one, the Shining parody they did? That was a little bit later. Oh, that I mean that talk about iconic. Like the it's called the Shining. Yep, the Shining. Well, that was all the way. That was all the way in uh, Treehouse Five. Five. Yeah. So you had uh, one was Bad Dream House, Hungry Are the Damned, and the Raven. Two was the Monkey Paw. The Bart Zone, and if I only had a brain, then you have Clown Without Pity, which was the one where the Krusty doll went crazy and was evil. He's like, eh, here's your problem. Someone set this doll to kill or murder or bad. I can't remember the exact term. I think it was evil. Yeah, evil. Yeah, set this to evil. Then you have King King Homer. Which was obviously from King Kong. King Kong, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, who does he, oh, I can't, who does he just munch? It's like the it's like the third or fourth death in the treehouses in order, and like he just like picks someone up and is like, 
I could not recall that one. Next one was Dial Z for Zombies, which was obviously a ripoff of Return of the Living Dead and Night of the Living Dead. And uh, that's the one where the whole town turned into zombies from eating the Krusty Burgers. A little uh, highlight here. Um, Bart corrects Lisa and says, Lise, please. They prefer to be called the Living Impaired. <laughs> and then we go on to four. We got the wraparounds. That's when they introduced the wraparounds, I believe. Like the, the concept of a wraparound. So I think, was that the one where the kids were having dreams or everyone was having dreams because the all the candy they've eaten? So every, they, they would each have a dream and the wraparound was they each have a dream, which I think they later uh, got rid of that writing process just because of time restraints like you were speaking of earlier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... Yes, that's so the wraparounds was the framing device they used for that episode, because yeah. you can see if you look, it says wraparounds and then it gives you the three segments. So. Devil and Homer Simpson, Tara at five and a half feet and Bart Simpson's Dracula. But yeah, the wraparounds was. I mean, the wraparounds would basically be like if you made a vignette and be like. Tonight on Cops, we will see Bart Simpson breaking into a school, Homer Simpson breaking into a bar, and Marge feeling bad she stole a bobby pin from a hairdresser. What's the cause? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the devil in Homer Simpson, though, uh, it was at the power plant. He declares he'd sell his soul for a donut. He's visited by the devil in form of Ned Flanders, who Ned Flanders plays the devil in a lot of tree houses. Uh, he grants Homer's wish. And then after Homer takes the last bite out of the donut, the devil reappears to claim his prize and demands that Homer be given a fair, well, Marge and Lisa say that Homer should be given a fair trial and basically, Marge convinces a jury of the damned, uh, damned souls that Homer is her property and not the devil. And that's how uh, Marge saves Homer. And then uh, Terror at Five and a Half Feet was a rip, not a ripoff, I hate to say that, a parody. Yeah, a um, parody. Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, which was once again a Twilight Zone reference. That was the airplane one, right? Where he sees the monster outside the plane. Yep, but Bart saw the monster outside the school bus. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I remember clips from the Twilight Zone episode and then clips from the Simpsons episode, which, like, the Simpsons are always good about if they parody things, they'll kind of do it a little on their own way, like, obviously, a bus versus an airplane. But there are certain scenes that are, like, if you pause... And then pause at a certain point of the Twilight Zone, you'd be like, that's the same fucking shit. And I feel like they do that on purpose. Uh, it's like a little bit of fan service. People are like, oh, dude, look at that. It's awesome. Of course. That's exactly why they do that. Which leads us into our next one, The Shining. They literally do scene for scene. Uh, a few of them. They do the axe scene. They do when they're freezing scene. And then they do the the fight in the staircase scene, which are all iconic scenes in the movie. And they duplicated in animation you did skip uh bart simpson's dracula ah which, i'm sorry 
you know, pretty straightforward Dracula story. Um, That's kind of why I skipped it. <laughs> so, uh, real quick before, I think we're about 30 minutes so we can take a quick break. Uh, before, on this tree ho- Treehouse of Horror 4, um, things you may have missed, uh, a painting of dogs playing poker appear at the Simpsons couch, above the Simpsons couch, uh, and then ghost-like neon sign at Burns's estate says, two secret vampire room, no garlic. Uh, and then the foreword of Mr. Burns's book, Yes, I Am a Vampire, is written by Steve Allen, which... I don't know who Steve Allen is, but I guess that's a thing. I feel like that's a um, a common thing that the Simpsons writers like to do is put the heaviest, darkest jokes in the background, in the signage, in the the books, and things that kind of scan pe- this camera or animation scans past real quickly. Well, they used to be called freeze frame jokes until they started to slow them down a little bit because. You know, they wanted the audience to see it, not people that would just pause it. But uh, yeah, I think that's a good time for a break. And we'll come back and we'll cover more Treehouse episodes. All right, and we're back to the Doe Show. What are we talking about? The Shining. Boy, do you want to get sued? The, the, the Shining. Sorry, the, sh- the Shining. Uh, oh, groundskeeper Willie there. Yes, we do not want to get sued. Which actually, did you know that when they were doing that episode, um, Matt had never seen The Shining? Have you? Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. But of course. Uh, is that, that's the one with, what's his fucking face? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, he pops through the door and he goes, here's Johnny. Yes. Yeah, talk about a thing you talk about a thing you don't know from watching it, but know from just the uh, culture. How, culture, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, the, just pop culture in general. Uh, yeah, never seen it, but like I know what the the girl in the movie looks like. I know what you know the lines from the different thing. But is that so? Is that the one where he there is written all over the wall? Uh, like Homer writes all over the wall, and he's crazy. The house essentially turns the male figure uh crazy and wanting to kill his family. Ah, uh, so the Simpsons are employed as caretakers at Mister Burns' remote estate, and before leaving, Burns and Smithers kill the cable TV signal and remove all beer from the premises. Uh, deprived of his two favorite things, Homer slowly goes insane. He threatens Marge, who locks him inside a pantry. Uh, Homer's later dragged out of the pantry by ghosts using telepathic power. Bart contacts groundkeeper Willie. Uh, Willie arrives at the estate to help, but is instantly killed by Homer, chasing his family through the snow with an axe. Homer discovers Willie's mini-TV set, and his urge to kill is subsided. So if you've seen that episode, you've pretty much seen the movie because, like I mentioned <laughs> earlier, they nail it scene for scene. The most iconic scenes in the movie, they replicate in animation. So the the staircase scene where Homer is looking all crazy, walking up the staircase, trying to kill 
That was in the movie when their the family is frozen outside. That was the ending of the movie. Sorry, spoiler. It's it's so old of a movie. I can't be like, oh, you spoiled it for me. If I haven't watched it till now, it's not gonna ruin it. I mean, like we said, pop culture. Like I kind of knew about what had. Like even if even if something comes out, like a like a you know, what's popular now, Marvel movies. New Marvel movie comes out. How long until you can just talk openly about it? People say, oh, a week or a month, a couple months. We're talking multiple years here. I think you could say the ending of The Shining. Um, it, it, it was released in 1980. So, yeah, I, I think I, I think that's a solid time to be like, yeah, that's not, not spoiling shit. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> it's It's been on streaming services for at least four years now. It's, there's no ruining that but yeah the family gets frozen at the end also when uh homer busts through the door uh that's been a very popular uh how would you word it i I would say the first thing that comes to mind is screen grab but that's not the thing but like that 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 scene of the show is used for it's used in a lot of thumbnails and things like that for simpsons websites and all that kind of shit if you look up treehouse of horror you're probably going to see that photo so they go on to do Time and Punishment as a second segment, and then Nightmare Cafeteria, which, John and Macaulay, I'm sorry, but this is the one that the uh, cafeteria started eating the children. Yes, I was I was wrong on that. So Utter was was killed much earlier. Wait, so Utter was killed earlier, or this was the episode he was first in? No, he was killed earlier. So this one is a uh, a play on or a parody of Soylent Green, which if you're a Futurama fan, uh, Soylent Green is a thing in the show. And also, what is it? They, they Like the billboard gags they have in Futurama, one of them will say like a bachelor chow. And isn't that supposed to be made of Soylent Green? And Soylent Green, I guess, is just a product made from humans. So, like, they're using Soylent Green, which is made from humans, to make a thing called Bachelor Chow, which is basically just dog food for people. <laughs> and uh, that's a thing in in uh, Futurama. Hello, hell of a writing team, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, now that you say writing team, uh, guess who wrote this episode? I have not a clue who wrote this episode. <laughs> David X. Cohen, the uh, executive producer with Matt Groening of Futurama. So that makes total sense that this episode was made from a old sci-fi thing from the man who ended up making the new sci-fi thing, Futurama. Um, really cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely cover David X. Cohen uh, and Matt Groening's birth into Futurama in a later episode. I, I, we've probably touched on it in a, in a past episode just talking about people in general, but we'll really dive into it because David X. Cohen, uh, his story is pretty crazy and how they got all the writers. Talk about Harvard writers for Simpsons. The writers for Futurama held more PhDs in one room. I think it's probably a Guinness Book of World Record thing by this point. Uh, So that's cool. I didn't notice that until now. Um, This was also, what were we saying? This was the episode, the last episode where they did the the opening... um, cemetery gag yep it was the last one they uh they had one tombstone that said 
uh, anonymous death or anonymous laughter or anonymous something. What did the tombstone say? Of the last one that they did it? Yeah, it was anonymous. I thought it was was like uh, something along the lines of like funny gravestone or or like anonymous funny gravestone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the joke was they're ending it with like the last seasons or the last treehouse, they'd go all the way through the graveyard and you'd see 20, 30 different gravestones. They could be freeze frames or just pass by real quick. And then the last one was just like anonymous, amusing gravestone. And then that was the last time they did the gravestone entrance. And then Mo got hung from the tree. And then in the next, they cut it. And But they did carry over the hanging of the Simpsons family in the couch gag. Yeah. Well, real quick, I just uh, saw this little note. Stuff you may have missed from uh, Nightmare Cafeteria. Lady Doris's grade F meat. Uh, it says it's made up of mostly circus animals, some filler, which is just fucking funny to have. Like horse meat is funny enough, but like circus animal meat is way funnier. On to on to the next. On to seven. On to seven. Well, I guess it'd be six technically because they didn't do the first. Technically, so on to six. six. Yeah. The sixth treehouse in the seventh season, and it's attack. They start with attack of the fifty-foot eyesore, which I'm going to be honest, I don't remember entirely. Attack of the fifty-foot eyesore, and it doesn't say it's a parody of anything. I don't. Re- I don't remember that one. I do remember the next one, the next segment, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Obviously, a parody of a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, so real real quick, uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores was the one of all of the big signage things coming to life. Ah, uh, yes, I do remember that one. So a Disturbance brings the uh, gargantuan statues of popular advertising mascots to life. You got Lard Lad, Professor Peanut, uh, which again is a, do you want to get sued? <laughs> Professor Peanut, Lard Lad, the Duff Cowboy, and uh, they all go to destroy... Springfield, and uh, Lisa discovers a copyright notice in a footprint left behind by one of them, tracks down the ad agency that created all the characters, and the head of the agency theorizes that if the townspeople stop paying attention to the ad monsters, then they'll die, and that's how they kill them. Almost like they're speaking to us. Yeah, or like, you know, a real big satire episode about advertisements. They will have no power if you stop paying attention to them. And also that really bleeds into today because like they're not so many big advertisements like there were back then. There still are, but like they're not as in your face. There's no Joe Camel, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But uh, the influencers have no power if you don't give it to them. People are talking about, well, I, uh, what's one example? The fucking cash... Like the Catch Me Outside girl. People are like, oh, she's so fucking stupid. How could anyone like that get famous? You know how? Because you keep commenting on all of her posts saying, you're so stupid, how could you get famous? You know what's the best way to shut that shit down? Pretend like it's not real. Just don't answer it. Don't share it. Don't even say the name. I just said the name. I'm adding to the bullshit right now. But I'm doing it as a warning. Stop giving these people your attention and absolutely stop giving people you don't want to support. Stop giving them your money. Put your energy towards something you enjoy. Yes, and your money towards something you support. Uh, there's a reason that, like, man, get it. I, I get it. 
Chick-fil-A has some fucking tasty food. But guess what? They're really bad people and your money's not going towards a good place. So if you don't like where the money is going towards, then just maybe go get a different chicken sandwich. It's not that hard. I didn't eat Jimmy John's for a long time because the guy was a fucking dickhead. I don't... I, but, I mean, put your effort where it's going to be appreciated. Uh, fucking Freddy Krueger, the townspeople, they didn't... They put their energy where it was going to be taken. They murdered this man. And... Well, actually, that's not a good. I, I don't know if that was good. I don't know if that was good energy though, because then he haunted their dreams forever. Exactly. So. That's why I say it's not. A, it's not a good thing. Like maybe they should have left him alone. Like maybe they. Sh it, uh, oh, imagine like uh, Freddy Krueger nowadays. Like maybe we should have just liked his Facebook statuses a couple times. That that was honestly a very great parody that they did. Um, I don't. Do you know know when uh, Marge stopped warning the audience? I think it was around that time. I think it was no, it's uh uh do 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 scoop a doop do I believe it was Treehouse Four. Okay. Well they hadn't warned the audience in this one. Yeah, no warning in this one. That's no warning in this one. And Bill Oakley, who we had talked about earlier, is a is a uh Firm believer of horror movies, or for, for, for firm uh, fan of horror, he went on to say, in retrospect, he doesn't think he would have toned it down when asked about the subject. Um, but he does feel bad about terrorizing all the children. Okay. Well, with that being said, I just found this information. So it was, it was season six. Episode 5, with the first uh, vignette being the shinning. And the opening scene, Marge's warning, said, Hello, once again, as usual, I must warn you all that this year's Halloween show is very, very scary. And those of you with young children may want to send them off to bed. And, oh my, it seems the show is so scary that Congress won't even let us show it. Instead, they suggested the 1947 classic Glenn Ford movie, 200 Miles to Oregon. So the previous so season is when they stopped. I, maybe there was another one? No, that one? was the last one. That was the last one. Because the next one, they have their censored crossing things out as the rating gets worse and worse. And then the rating comes out and stabs them. So they got, uh, they got, they got sick of it, man. They got sick of it. Okay, so in Treehouse 4, it says, Marge's warning for parents. Bart, dressed in a suit, walks through a gallery of various paintings featuring the Simpsons. Uh, Bart says, paintings, lifeless images rendered in colorful goop. But at night, they take on lives of their own. They become portals to hell so scary and horrible that, and gruesome that Marge appears. What? <laughs> you shouldn't warn people. You should warn people this episode is very frightening and maybe they'd rather listen to that old War of World NPR or broadcast on NPR. <laughs> Which they do uh, an episode of that as well later. I feel like there was one episode or one warning that Marge was like, "Well, you didn't listen to the last one, so why am I?" I think I that was the second. Time? I think that was the second one that she did. Maybe. But Maybe. back to the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. They did Nightmare on Elm Street, which was fantastic. And actually, later when they had do a couch gag, um, and they have all the you know main serial killers, I guess we'll call her the. 
movie serial killers. Freddy Krueger actually voiced the "Hey, where I thought they'd be here." Kind. Of, oh, really? Act, yeah, here's the actual. Like the OG actor that played Freddy Krueger. He was. He was. He did the voice for that. It wasn't that episode, but it was a later episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the couch gag, right? Yep. And then they go on to do in the third segment, Homer Cubed, which was the first episode that they use cgi in where homer comes to the third dimension and he's kind of in real life walking around and here's a little fun fact that um program used to make 3d animation which homer also makes a joke of is this must have been expensive um that program that they used is what pixar used for Toy Story, the same exact program, and they released the uh, Treehouse of Horror, I want to say like a month before Toy Story was released. And that's that same CGI animation that's in Homer Cubed? Yes. Which I found quite interesting, you know. They would, yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, I, I knew that, I knew that fact about it, that they did the same kind of animation that came out just, just, just before Toy Story. But I mean, if you think about it, so what we know of Simpsons production takes about nine months for them to make an episode and release it. Toy Story was probably working on that before the Simpsons were working. Oh, on, of course. Say. Of course. But it was, it was just an interesting thing that they got it out before well, and you're comparing a you know thirty minute segment to an hour movie. Not even six minute segment on this episode. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. I mean, just interesting that they got it out before. But as uh, as South Park has quoted, Sam Sam's dead at. Sam Sam's dead at. We should definitely uh, we should do a whole episode on that episode of South Park because. There's so many fast-paced, like, he, uh, Butters names off so many different ideas. And he goes, send, 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 send. And I would love to look into all those and be like, did they really do that? Or was that just, like, the joke of the episode? So where are we at? We're at, uh, we're at eight. Treehouse of Four, eight. The Thing and I was the first segment. I think that's seven. No. Oh, seven, yeah. Season eight. I'm sorry. V I I. I'm not the greatest at uh my no Roman numerals, but uh the thing and I, the genius tub, and Citizen Kang, which we didn't mention earlier that uh, Kang and Kodos were introduced on the first Halloween episode, and they have forever been part of the Halloween series only. Until I want to say, I was, I was gonna say I was waiting for that intel. I was waiting for that intel because I was like, ah, no, there's enough. Uh, I think what was it? Uh, I don't know exactly, but it was uh, it was a clip show episode where what was it called? I know the name of it. Um, damn it, I know it. Uh, but they had like a. You better know. You cut me off to tell. Do you know it? What's the episode name? It's a clip show, uh, and 
the framework of it is they're all do they're all going up on stage and saying something about either the Simpson family or Homer and uh, King and Kodos go up and they say something about Homer and the funny joke is that like Mo is on side stage and he's like man they took my they took my bit and then the King Kodos continues to say like a random crazy shit and he's like man word for word uh shit uh, if I heard the name, it's like whether the trivia questions were like, I fucking know it, but I can't think of it. You just spat out all the information I knew. I don't know the episode. Damn it. <laughs> That's what I knew about it, too. Oh, sh- it's going to kill me. It's going to kill me. When you dive this deep into The Simpsons, it gets mucky. Uh, I just I just don't have like a very thick memory. Uh, I was. Okay, so a uh, little glimpse into my life. Uh, I have a lot of time at work where I can listen to earbuds. And I listen to like a lot of podcasts. I started with music, started getting the podcast. And now I just decided, like, I have about eight hours in a day. Let me try and learn Spanish. So I'm listening to this podcast where I try and learn Spanish. I will listen to an episode and say everything out loud and follow along with everything. Two minutes after I turn off that podcast, I'm like, what the fuck was that word again? Uh, I think now would be a good time if we could uh, take a break. We'll figure out the things we can't remember, and we'll be right back with the Doe Show. All right, welcome back to the Doe Show. Uh, I've figured out my brain. I figured out what it was. There's a clip show. The episode's called Gump Roast, and that is the episode where Kang and Kodos, big air quotes here, are introduced as canon, and a lot of... um, Simpsons nerds got really upset with that because, like, how could the fucking aliens be canon to the Simpsons? But it was just like a clip show, and they came in and they did a thing for the clip show. Which they later on went to make a pig canon in the Simpsons. So, you know, rolls out the window. Yeah, I mean, they had, uh, they had the, the Matt Groening art style pig. And then once they got to the movie, they had Spider Pig. And then once they had Spider Pig, they could never use another animation of a pig ever again. All right, back to the uh, the what what T H O H is the T H O H the Treehouse of Horrors, as they like to acronym them. Um, so we have the episode, or what we're on uh, Treehouse Eight. So we're on a Ho Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man. Fly versus Fly, which, I mean, given in the title, it's based off the fly, which, have you ever seen the fly? Get out of here. No, That's I a classic. Come on. you never seen that one? No, I've never All seen right. that one. All right. And then Easy Bake Coven. Which, yeah. Easy Bake Coven. Oh, I'm sorry. Coven. 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 Sorry, I just saw the uh, that David X. Cohen wrote it with Mike ah, Sully yes. and... Ned Golinger, which wait no so so Mike Scully wrote Homega Man, David X Cohen wrote Fly vs Fly, Easy Bake Coven was Ned Goldrier, uh, but I I will say that the first Treehouse uh, vignette series you know Treehouse one, the three segments were written by three different. Either they'd be people or groups of people, three different groups. 
But in the first one, it was directed by three different people, each vignette. And since the second treehouse all the way till what we're covering now, which would be the eighth treehouse, uh, it's been one director while still being broken up by each episode as writers go. But it does look more like in the most recent ones we've covered, they stopped having multiple writers just about the sixth treehouse. And now it looks like, you know, Mike Scully wrote this one. David X. Cohen wrote this one. Donna Carey wrote this one. Like, there's not a lot of teams until you get down to about the 11th. And uh, David X. Cohen did write a lot. He he also wrote in the next uh, Treehouse, Starship, Poppers. They did the Terror of that's Tiny a, Tune. That's, a, that's Starship Tupay. Poopers. Oh, my Atlanta Poopers. Sorry. That's Poopers, yeah. I was trying to be G-rated here. We can only be as uh, lowly rated. Actually, I'm not going to lie. This podcast online is shown as like a non-explicit podcast. That is a lie. Fuck if they are wrong. All right. All right. Let's not, let's not push the rating here. All right. So now we're on to 10. The big old X. They start with, uh, I know what you diddly Italy did. Which, can you guess what that was a play off of? Um, I think it was, I know what you did, a lid. Did a lid? It's a, it's a it, famous Shakespeare play. Um, it's, <laughs> I know what you did a lid. Yeah. Did a lead. Did a lead. There's some church into it, boy. No, I, I know what you did last, I know what you did last summer, obviously. Um, and then that's the one where they run over Flanders. Good old episode. Yeah, it's a, I think that is like probably for me the most classic treehouse episode that I could think of because it has my favorite joke when uh, they get into the dark part of the forest and Marge is like, Homer, did you forget there? <laughs> oh, I can't even say that yet. So Homer's talking about cereal. He's like, can't get enough of that sugar, Chris. <laughs> and Marge, Marge can't see, so she goes, Homer, did you forget to put the fog lights in? He goes, yes, I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> and then they hit Flanders. Marge hits Flanders, and she goes, oh, I hope it's a dog. I hope it's a dog. <laughs> and then for whatever reason, the whole family gets out, and they're like, oh, you killed Flanders. Much like in the movie when they ran over the random guy and then threw him in the water. And he came back to haunt them. How dare he? <laughs> Which, talk about, like, pop culture references. Scary Movie did that as well. What do you mean? The, uh, what you, I know what you did last summer reference. That's another parody. So if you didn't, you didn't understand the Simpsons one, you should have, un- you know, you, you were fed it in the Scary Movie. Yeah. Like, as you grow up, even if you didn't watch these like quote unquote formative films that these TV shows are taking from, you probably watched other shows or cartoons or movies that watched these and made fun of them. That's why, like, uh, like I said, with the the Shining thing, like you know, not made fun of them, parried, parodied them, parodied, okay. pa- parodied. parodied, not parried, not parried, parried because that would be parodied. like a sword move, uh, but parodied. In, in in Spanish, I believe it would be paradido. 
Uh, and I'm not totally, I just made that up. So could. I'm not going to take Spanish advice from someone who just started learning it. No offense. No offense. I haven't even gotten to the point to learn how to insult you. So <laughs> I do know how to say, uh, uh, se puede un cerveza, por favor. Can we have a beer, please? Learn the essentials. I understand. Yeah, it's the essentials, man. Yeah, you take that. You go to the barrio. You get yourself a beer for free by saying that, probably. Back to the X to the tens. I know what you diddly diddly did. Hey, Maud. I'm helping Homer fix the roof. Diddly. Throws him off the roof. She doesn't see it. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. So he has to go, Hey, Maud, I'm home. Oh, no. I am having a heart attack. And there's just lumps <laughs> the body on the ground. And I like how at that scene, he like, he closes the door and he like waits. He like, he like has this little pose. He waits outside the door until he hears Maud scream. And then he's like, kind of like cleans his hands like do 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 do. And then we go into, and then he turns into a werewolf, right? Yeah. Something like that. But then they have the Fantastic Four. Okay, yeah. And then we're on the Fantastic Four. This came out in 1999 when, like, Marvel uh, was at their lowest. They were about to be bankrupt. So they sold off a bunch of their, like, property rights to stay afloat. Like, Fantastic Four and X-Men and Spider-Man, to just say a few. And that's why you have, oh, and Daredevil and all the other, uh, the Hulk, uh, so, like, in the 90s and in the early 2000s, you had the X-Men movies. You had the Spider-Man movies, which were about, what, about three trilogies each. Then you had the Hulk movie. You had Daredevil. And they just had to sell this shit off because they had no money. So, The Simpsons do a Fantastic Four parody. Because they're owned by Fox. And Fox owned Fantastic Four. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. All right, and then they go on to uh, Life's a Glitch, Then You Die, which was a parody off of the Y2K, yeah, which was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, what, we were we were eight, nine years old at this time, right? Yeah. Y2K? Oh. Oh. Did your family have a computer in 1999? We had one, but I, I, I didn't use it. I didn't use it either, but we had one. And I barely I remember, use my cell phone, man. Well, you barely use your cell phone now. Uh, That's exactly like, my point. I've never been attached to uh, technology, I guess we could say. We get it, man. Everyone read in the bio. You are a fucking wook. We get it. <laughs> no, I mean, we definitely use technology at your parents' house. We use video cameras and all that. But uh, this was a time where, like, I, I'm pretty sure we had a computer, like, that year and then y2k came around and i don't like remember my mom because my mom was the one with the computer right but i don't remember her, her ever like freaking out or like trying to like we need to we need to unplug our shit before the fucking new year i don't remember that but i definitely remember seeing it on uh tv 
people were really freaking out. And as we've learned, media will kind of scare you a little bit. Yeah, and that was, I think Y2K was probably about the time the media was like, oh shit, if we say something, we can get people really freaked out about shit. I think that was learned, I think that was learned with War of the Worlds, which the Simpsons uh, uh, tribute as well. We're on, uh, what are we on? 11? Ghost Dad, which is based off Ghost Dad. Okay, trivia question. Tell me the reference of that name. I don't know. Ghost Dad. I don't know. Really? Bro? Who? What? Dude, that's that's 100,000% Scooby-Doo. Oh. It'd be Scooby and Shaggy, and they'd say, Ghost dog! And then they'd run away. Oh, yes, yes, I see now. I see now. I was looking off of what it was experienced. Oh, what it was based off of? Yeah. I mean, like, so if you look at, not even Treehouse episodes, you look at any and every Simpsons episode, the title is always a play off of something. Oh, of course. And sometimes it's something you know, sometimes it's something you don't know. Like the James L. Brooks episode we covered, he wrote an episode or two for a show called My Mother the Car. And that's why there's the episode My Mother the Car Jacker. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. In a, even if you watch like a certain episode, it might be based on something that you don't know. And while you're watching that episode, you're like, I don't really get that joke. Like, it seemed like it was framed to be funny, but I don't find it funny. It's because you didn't know the show was based off it. Because if you had that intellect, not intellect, but like the inside, like, no, like, oh, I remember watching this show and they're making fun of it. That that shit would be hilarious to you. The more you know. The more you know. The uh the the next one they did the night of the dolphin or not sorry night of the dolphins based off the day of the dolphins and birds was hilarious where the dolphins take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen the day of the dolphin or the birds, but I've just through cultural osmosis. Hey, that's a good. I think that's the term I was looking for earlier. Cultural osmosis through cultural osmosis, you know these things even though you haven't seen them, but like. I know the birds. I know what happens. That's a good term. Cultural um os, uh, what what cultural osmosis? How you filter water osmosis, uh, or like uh, osmosis Jones, which is a great cartoon, also not cartoon to watch when you're coming up on mushrooms. So we go on to <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. no no. So that episode is great because the dolphins take of that's also a, a a classic episode. You think of uh, like the raven. And uh, I know what you diddly 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 did. And then Night of the Dolphin. Like, who doesn't remember the dolphins uh, kind of hopping up onto the beach? And they're... I can't do dolphin noises right now. My voice is a little shot. But, like, they they just took over the whole city by being dolphins. I remember that one a lot. I don't know if anyone else does. I, of course, do. The next few I didn't remember so much in the next... Uh, Hex in the City? 12, yeah, Hex in the City, not so House much. House of Hex. That one was based off of Space Odyssey. I do remember that one a little bit. Um, but the one I definitely loved was WizKids, which I guess, you know, you can guess what that's based off of, was Harry Potter. 
right? I remember that one a good uh, amount. I thought you would love that one. You're a Harry Potter, Harry Potter fan. I do. Yeah. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but I don't remember every little part about it, but I remember oh. it. You got to go back and watch that one. It was. I would uh, definitely go back and watch it. It was Horror 12, but The Wiz Kid, it was actually, here's a f- interesting fact. It was released uh, a few days before the Harry Potter film was released. So essentially, they were the first adaptation of the book before the movie. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, it's funny how The Simpsons are known as like, being so behind the ball on a lot of things, but like the CGI before Toy Story and this before the movie, it's like, well, they got a couple things. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I mean, ginormous Harry Potter fan. But, so I watched a bunch of Tree Houses last night, and I pretty much started at the Tree House after that one. So I watched Send in the Clones which was uh it's just just a funny episode it's like so relatable even if you don't know what it's based off of it's like homer is being lazy stupid homer like usual and he goes to lay in his hammock and marge has something for him to do and he says no i can't do that blah 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 then his hammock breaks and then he hears the uh, hammock man outside going down the street, like the ice cream man, but it was the hammock man. And he goes up and he buys a hammock. And the hammock salesman goes, well, it's not a, it's not exactly what you imagined it would be. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Just completely ignores him. Goes back, sets it up, goes to sit in it. It spins around super fast, shoots out a clone of Homer. And he's like, oh, perfect. This clone can do all my chores. And then... That was the first episode that they used digital ink for. Really? Yep. That was uh, for the clones specifically. Yeah. For the clones specifically to match all the homers. They started using digital ink. And then from then on, it was used for every episode. So from 2002 on, uh, the animation got much easier. Uh, But still... No matter how easy you make the animation, the Treehouse episodes were always a huge pain. In, not a pain. I, I want to say pain in the ass, but like I don't want to. No, the writers it loved seemed, it. They loved. They it. loved it. The animators loved it, but it's like, dude, you think about each. You zoom in, like, uh, fade in, uh, exterior Simpsons house, Treehouse horror episode is not the normal Simpsons house. There's always different stuff. There's things hanging. There's it looks a certain way. Like they change everything for these episodes. I can see why it takes so long. I don't know if the actual, as far as like the writing goes, I'm sure they do more on the writing. But as far as like, okay, we're doing Treehouse of Horror for this year. We'll do a table read, and then they do the table read, and then they'll go and edit it. I don't know how many actual table reads they go through anymore. You know? Yeah. It's like, these people are making a million dollars a year. They're like, eh, I don't need to be there three times. True, true. Um, back to the Treehouse, though. The I believe it is around this time, like Treehouse 12 or 13. I want to say it was 13. 
um, 13. I believe this is when they actually started to title them Treehouse of Horror episodes and not the Simpsons Halloween special. This was the turning point right here where they're like, okay, this is what it is. Well, I mean, in recent ones before that, it was, it was always say... Simpson Halloween special. Really? And then it would say Treehouse of Horror. Yes. Okay. So it, it they they cut that out. Yes. Just like like we were saying the the opening or the framing device, they cut that out because, you know, you're working with six minutes of vignette. These people have these awesome ideas. They're like, man, I hate to cut this part out of it, but if only we had six more seconds. So it's like, well, let's cut out this this and this from the beginning. I hate to bring it back, but was Ghost the dad? Is that the one where Homer became the Grim Reaper? Uh, I just watched that episode. Or was it, it the scary tales come true? It was somewhere in between there. Find oh. out. Sorry, sorry to bring it back, but uh, oh. in the fourteenth annual Treehouse of Horror, Homer takes on the role of Grim Reaper, Reaper Madness. Ah, Reaper Madness. So it's not till the fifteen or four, fourteen. I'm sorry. So not for a while. Okay. Let's 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 not show the future. Let's go back to the past. Come on now. Let's fill the bucket. We're at thirteen. We're at thirteen. No, we were on season fourteen. We were talking about sending the clothes. You're at, you're at fourteen. Then Friday to the Creep of Harms and Island of Doctor Hibbert, which was a uh, parody from the Island of Doctor Moreau. Where he hunts people. Uh, is that like uh, like the uh, the great uh, what is it the most dangerous game? Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Then we go on to the Reaper Madness, Frankenstein, which is Frankenstein. Reaper Madness. What is that a play on? I'm not quite sure. I think that was just them having Reefer, fun. Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Have you seen Reefer Madness? Oh, yes, I've seen Reefer Madness. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, we got Frankenstein, which is a playoff of Frankenstein, obviously. Yeah, these were the couple seasons that I guess I just haven't gotten to yet. I've probably seen them once or twice. I haven't gotten to them either. So, coming up on the next episode of the doe show we will be covering other halloween things and coming up on the next year's halloween doe show we will be covering more of the treehouse of horrors we will be doing uh research we will be finding more information but that's for next year Good night, everyone. Hey, guys. Uh, really sorry. I know I said good night already and all that and said we were done, but I forgot to tell you about all the great places you could be a part of our community. Definitely go on Facebook. If you have Facebook, go on Facebook and search all caps, big letters, uh, The Doe Show Podcast. You'll find us. It's a public group. Um, that's kind of going to be our home on the road, uh, the road being the internet. Other places you can go, you check us out on Instagram at the underscore doe underscore 
show underscore podcast, I think. I don't know. Just look it up. You'll find it. And we have some fun pictures there. I'm always posting different kinds of things. Um, so we got the Facebook. We got the Instagram. And finally, we have the email. If you really want to get in touch with us, which I'm sure you all want to, we've had millions and millions of emails to this point. So, you know, maybe we'll try and get to yours. It's the Pod at gmail.com. Again, that is the Pod at gmail.com. Have a good night.